0: Why don't we start off? We're, we're going to start with the Broncos. So uh, let's have a look at the Broncos and, and what they're doing for season 2023. Uh, Jock Madden, Tyson Smoothie, Martin Tapau, Reese Walsh, new players at the club this year. A few losses coming out. Tamare Martin, Jake uh, Turpin, Tessie New, uh, Ryan James has retired. Um, a really interesting look at team that was five weeks ago in the top four Tristan, I'd love to know the thoughts on the market around the Broncos and, and all the differing options for season 2023.
1: Yeah, well we, we've um, been working away on some futures markets uh, for the for the last few weeks and we've got a few more to come out again um, as we get a little bit closer to the season in the next week. We'll have a, have another myriad of markets up including the over and under season wins but just looking at the outright winner market, so the Broncos are $21 to win it all. Um, they're to finish in the top eight, they're $1.72. Top four, they are one, uh, they are $4. So they're sort of on the betting side of it, just expected to make the top eight. But as you say, there's been a little bit of movement in that camp. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. They've actually been back from $1.90 into $1.72 to make the top eight Ooh. since December when we opened the market. So there has been a bit of uh, movement on the on the Broncos to overperform where we originally set the market at.
2: As I walk into the Broncos, Jimmy, I guess just for listeners' um, benefit, we'll do eight teams today in no particular order. We'll do another eight next week in our preview. And next week, we'll also touch on our longer-term forecasts. And uh, as we have done in each preseason in the last couple of years, Tristan offers up some outstanding markets, in particular uh, a team to overachieve the benchmark Um, and uh, some great betting options there. The Broncos have been well-backed. I think one of the things that's a little bit hidden here is how difficult a draw they have. On my strength of schedule analysis, I think they've got the toughest draw, uh, if not of any team in the competition this year, because they've got 10 games against the teams that I rate as my top six. Uh, They only have one game against the bottom three Uh, that they might get the option to play twice. So we know that there's a lot of inequity around the draw. In addition to that, they've also got only five against um, uh, last year's bottom four. So it's a Difficult draw. They get the benefit of seven-day turnarounds. They get the uh, benefit of playing a lot of Thursday and Friday night games. Bit of a clean out with the list. They've probably now got one more spot that they've got to fill, and we'll probably hear more about that in the next couple of weeks. But, you know, Walsh is a big in. Uh, I think Powell's a great pickup. You know, they've got the best front row in the competition, <clears throat> possibly one of the best halfbacks in the competition. They just need a lot of game time out of um, out of Renault. Um, it, it, we saw the impact in the opening weeks last year, but he's at the back end of his career. Again, he's got a tight back at the moment. You know, he's he's um, being rested through different training sessions. They need him on the park. I think um, his combination with uh, Ezra Mam at six is great. Walsh at back. I'm not sure about number nine. Difficult draw. My biggest question mark is, is certainly about nine, about Renault playing. I have them borderline and probably making the eight. Uh, but they need to overachieve against that draw.
0: Yeah, I got pretty much the similar stuff to you. I think Reece Walsh is the really important part of this puzzle for this year. You know, we know his best footy is is elite. You know, it's state of origin quality, and if he can find that at the Broncos and he's settled, um, then that's great. There are signs that he's not settled, and that's that's a little bit of concern. Add to that the injury that he's picked up out of the first week of the the. Uh, Pre-season challenges are concerned, but when you look at their three-quarter line—Oates, Farnworth, Stags, Cobbo—like it's it, and throw Walsh into that—it's it's laced with talent. It's, yep. but you just get the feeling that you know Hooker is an issue, and, and Reynolds is an issue. You look at the South Sydney decision now, and you say the South Sydney decision wasn't about year one; it was about yep. year two, and mostly about year three and year. Correct. Year two starts with Breno with back tightness, not being able to play the last game, and that that is the one that is of concern. They've got a really talented forward pack, as you mentioned, but I'm not sure that talent takes you all the way. Um, I still think there's question marks about the coaching of Kevin Walters as well, and I'm not sure what they're doing from a management point of view, where they they look like they want to, um, you know, uh, sign him up for another couple of years. I find that extraordinary. I've got the Broncos missing the eight um, for season. Uh, 2023 all right let's have a look at the raiders uh disappointing uh their first trial game down there at uh Maruya. um they've got uh, a couple of ins basami solo and danny levi the losses adam Elliott, josh hodgson didn't play a whole heap obviously ryan sutton is another one chance nickel Cooks star is over to the warriors as well what's the market on this one tristan
1: yeah, this this one is uh is is a similar sort of price point to what we just spoke about with the Broncos. They're twenty one dollars into nineteen to win the comp. Uh and in the in the top eight side of things, they're sitting there at a dollar ninety five, which is interesting because they're a shorter price than the Broncos, but they're a little bit longer to make the top eight and there hasn't been much activity on that market just yet. To make the top four, they are sitting there at four dollars sixty. So I think Jared will comment on the draw shortly, but uh yeah, the the Raiders, um, you know, they're right on that borderline. So they showed glimpses of some really good football there last year, and they showed some glimpses of some pretty ordinary stuff too. So it'll be interesting what sort of
2: off-season they've had. Well, I ended up making the eight last year, squeaking in, but the key thing is that last six weeks when they got Fogarty back, we saw Mm. what they're capable of and they are able to beat good teams with good football. Um, So that's about where I think the benchmark is. Uh, Then... Uh, I think Elliot and Sutton are the two key outs for mine, but uh, Sulo that they've picked up from the Knights, Jimmy, there's um, big reps on this kid as a front rower, potentially can play back row, but he's very highly thought of. Uh, the other big key here, though, folks, is they have just the most outstanding draw. You could not have sat down and written a draw as soft as this. They've got the highest number of uh, games against... Um, the weaker teams of last season, the least number of games against the top-rated teams. They also only travel six times. Uh, They've just got a fantastic draw. And I think that if they play to their level of expectation on the back of that draw, then I certainly see them making the top eight. They've now lost Savage... uh, with an injury out, the start of the season out of the trial, which is not good news. Um, but I certainly see them making the eight. Um, I did speculate a few weeks ago and back them. And back then it was about six bucks to make the top four. Um, now four dollars sixty. I certainly think a dollar ninety five to make the eight is a great bet.
0: Yeah, I've got them out of my eight. Um... I take your point around Fogarty um, and, and he has been a key. And, and when he came back, I think they went 12 of 16 uh, when he came back for the last back end of, of last year. Uh, Xavier Savage is a concern because there's no natural feel at fullback, albeit it might be only for a couple of couple of weeks with that facial fracture. But Jordan Rabiner could go to the back. Um, you know, Fogarty with Whiten is such a nice balance in the halves, isn't it? The running game of, yep. of Whiten with the control of Fogarty. I still think there's a... There's a question mark around the ageing of their forward pack with Whitehead and Papalihi and uh, et cetera. Um, Hudson Young's the watch, isn't he? Like, he, he just exploded back end of last year. It yep. was probably unlucky not to go on a kangaroo tour. It certainly wouldn't look out of place on that one. Um, I've got the Raiders finishing outside the top eight for mine. Oh, in saying that, there's a couple of... Provisos I'll have on that. I'm making a presumption that Tommy 2 plays more than 20 games. So, um, and and that will have an impact on, I reckon there's six or seven sides that are vying for anywhere from 6th to 13th, is the way I see it. All right, let's have a look at the Newcastle Knights. Uh, They're another side of great interest. During the course of season 2023, another one of these sides that we tend to read about a lot. Adam Elliott is there, Jack Hetherington, Jackson Hastings is a big in, Tyson Gamble. uh, And maybe the last piece of the puzzle is Lockie Miller to play in that fullback position. No Mitch Barnett, Barnett, no uh, Anthony Milford, no Chris Randall, and of course, no Pasami Sola, who we just mentioned has gone to the Canberra Raiders. What's the market saying on the Knights, Tristan?
1: The market is saying the Knights are going to have a tough old year there. Um, you know, and we spoke this time last year where we were, uh, we were talking up or talking down the Knights' chances um, and this and the market probably hadn't shifted in that direction, but now the market certainly does have them a, a fair way down the leaderboard. They're $67 to win the comp, out from 51. Uh, to make the top eight, we've got the Knights there. Second uh, second is at $5.50 to make the eight now. We've, we've had Jimmy on, on both of these two pride teams to come out and say he thinks they'll both miss the eight. We do have a miss the eight market. Obviously, the Knights very, very firm at $1.14 in that space. So we've got make and miss for all top four and top eight. Probably this one's relevant to have a look at. Unfortunately for Knights fans, they are second favourite to win the spoon. They're $5 there in the least season wins market. So, um, yeah, there's been a bit of a shuffle around of some players of interested to see how Jackson Hastings goes there. But, yeah, from a betting point of view, they certainly look like they're going to struggle.
2: Well, and I can't disagree with any of those markets either, Tristan. I think you've absolutely nailed all of those, and, and they're right. I mean, um, I ha- I was against them last year. They ended up 14th, um, uh, leaking 27 points a week. Defence has been a massive issue for the last couple of years. Uh, Hastings is a plus. Elliot is a plus. Miller at the back is good. Big focus on Ponga at six. But uh, I'm I'm happy to be against them. You know, they they were losing at home, they were losing away, they're leaking points. I don't think uh, the coach lasts the season, um, and I think the Knights are a bottom three side for mine.
0: Coach under pressure, totally agree with that one. I think Hastings is a good fit for Ponga there at five-eighth, but I don't like Ponga at five-eighth. I don't like the fact that you can't get as much as you want out of Kalen Ponga in that fullback. I think you get more out of Kalen Ponga at fullback. You know, if it's got that sense of oh. Kaylen, what can we do for you? Rather than, Caelan, you've got to do this for us. Um, and, and that's a concern. Um, Miller's a good player, but he's he's not Caelan Ponga. And you're putting him at the back, I think, to satisfy Caelan as opposed to satisfy the team. That's always a concern for me. Um, I think the ageing forward pack is a concern as well. Um, Barnett's been a good player for a long time for the Newcastle Knights, and he's a significant out. I've got them running 16th, Newcastle. I've got them having another... Tough season. Uh, Speaking of running down the bottom of the pack, uh, up next we're going to have a look at the Dolphins. Um, Wayne has not really been able to secure the elite player that he has been looking for. And obviously, every player is new to the club this year. Probably the standouts Jesse Bromwich, uh, Kenny Bromwich, uh, Jeremy Marshall King is going to be key. Anthony Milford is there. But this is a fascinating one, Tristan, and the way the market perceives the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, and uh, obviously Wayne's seen enough in all the previous trials and matches from the Dolphins players. Don't have to worry to turn up to their first trial game uh, last weekend. But, uh, yeah, the Dolphins are $81 to win the comp. Obviously, I don't think anyone will be expecting that in Season 1. They're $3 to win the most or to win the spoon or the least season wins market. They are the favourite in that option. If you think they can get a run on early to make the top eight, they are $7, so... Obviously, uh, yeah, they're, 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 there's there, been much spoken about the Ross and they haven't been able to get those draw draw card players. And they are sort of at the foot of the table in all betting markets at the moment.
2: Yeah, I, I think we're in an age with this competition right now that a start-up team is absolutely up against it. It's going to be a really tough uh, first to second year for mine. Um, and as you touched on, Jimmy, they haven't been able to nail a key standout marquee player. Uh, it's a good list. They've got experience. They've got culture. They've got a great coach. He's the right man to get things going. I think the key positive out of what they might do this year is unearth some quality young talent. You know, we saw uh, Brenton Birer last weekend on the left edge. You know, amazing fly to catch and score. Uh, he'll play some first grade this year, and they're the sort of guys I'm looking forward to come through. But for mine, uh, very lowly rated. Um, I think depth is going to be an issue. It's once they start to pick up injuries, um, I think they're really going to struggle, and I would have thought $3 for the spoon was well overs.
0: Yeah, he managed expectations early on, Wayne, didn't he? He said, oh, we won't run last. I thought, wow, <laughs> that must be comforting to the people who employ you. But, uh, look, they probably should have had a chance to go to the market earlier. Um, and that might be around the NRL that was, or, or whether they got salary cap concessions, you know, to get to get people there. Because you're right, it's a watch, isn't it? You know, it's a uh, we're going to have to take our time with this one, and a lot of the players they have don't have time. So um, I think it's really tough for them. I think they struggle. Um, I wouldn't mind, um, yeah, a little bit of that three dollars for the the most losses for the for the Dolphins, unfortunately for them. All right, let's have a look at the next one. Uh, oh. I don't know if there's a team over the course of the preseason, indeed any preseason, that is written about and spoken about as much as the West Tigers. John Bateman, Appy Korosau, and, of course, Isaiah Papali here, the three big ins. For, well, eventually they'll be an in uh, with John Bateman. Uh, lots of outs, including Jackson Hastings. Uh, and Kelma Tualangi, who was a player who played some good footy for them last year, it has gone to the Seagulls. What's the market saying on the Tigers, Tristan?
1: Yeah, there has been a lot of uh, talk about the Tigers and their expected improvement, particularly with those key signings uh, as a a Titans fan. We're just hopeful that uh, Bateman's arrival might be delayed a couple of extra weeks So, uh, (laughs) with the Titans playing the Tigers in week one. But uh, $51 about the Tigers to win the comp. The top eight, they are sitting there at $4.20. So despite all the expected improvement, they are still $4.20 to make the top eight in the betting markets. The least season wins market, they're $10. So... Um, they have drifted out significantly in that. And one that you might want to have a look at if you are having a wager and you think the Tigers are going to improve, we've got a most improved team market which pays on the team's total regular season points minus their handicap, which is what their 2022 season points are. So basically it's looking at the team which uh, improves the most on their their, their total uh, regular season points from last year. So it's a good little market to investigate. And the, the Tigers are second favourites in that one at $3.80.
2: Well, Clearly the Tigers are the clickbait heroes of uh, online media at the moment because uh, (laughs) it is story after story after story, Jimmy. You're so right. Uh, Listen, there's been a clean out of their list. Um, There's been some key inns. They have picked up four high quality inns that are going to make a significant difference, in particular uh, Coruscant and, and Papali. Uh, Clemmer will be very good for them up front. They've got new coaches. Tim Sheen's at the front. Uh, I've got no doubt that Benji Marshall is actually pulling a lot of the strings. Um, my biggest question is their halves. You know, Does Brooks aim up? Does that combination with Dewey work? Uh, well, to date, it hasn't. Um, and mm. you know, a lot of focus around Brooks. The other key issue, and gee, it didn't look any different in our opening trial, which probably doesn't mean a, a lot, but their defence for the last two seasons has been horrible. Uh, it's about attitude. They keep leaking 28 points a week for the last two seasons. That's got to be a massive improvement. Um, I uh, I don't think they've got a great draw either. They don't travel well. You know, listen, I've got them somewhere around 10th or 12th, um, and I think there's a lot of focus on them, and they need to start the season well to try and get that monkey off their back.
0: Yeah, you mentioned Coraceau, uh, Papalehi and Clemmer. obviously uh, great inclusions. So I think that they underestimate how good Jackson Hastings was for them during the... You know, those couple of wins they have, they don't have them without Jackson. So that that's a concern from my point of view. A question mark around the coaching. Um, I think Benji Marshall's a winner, but he's coached no one. And that first up contact defensively against the Warriors, I know half the side, more than half the side, might be playing in the NRL, but it's representative of what's been going on throughout the club. Defence was not a focus, and it didn't look pretty against the Warriors. I've got the Tigers finishing 15th. I want to ask you, who is the shortest price in that most improved market, Tristan? I'm going to say, is it the Bulldogs?
1: The Bulldogs, they Bulldogs, are just yeah. slight favourites at $3.60 over the Tigers at 3.80.
0: Yeah, that. That seemed about right to me. All right, let's have a look at the Dragons. Uh, Jacob Littles there, Michael Molo confirmed, Ben Murdoch-Masilla and Zane Musgrove are in. A couple of outs, uh, Andrew McCulloch has retired, Josh McGuire has gone, Tarek Sims has gone, George Burgess has retired. Uh, Another popular team within media circles. What's happening with the Dragons prices, Tristan?
1: They're Probably popular for the other reasons. Unfortunately, in this off season, the Dragons and there, there's been a lot spoken about how uh, you know they've, they've lost players. Obviously, Cody Ramsey uh, out for the season, and then uh, a few other off field issues as well. $71 they are to win the comp. They're the second biggest outsiders, the least wins market. They're sitting there third pick at $6, and to make the top eight they are um, $4. So you know they, they 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 performed okay at various times throughout the course of the year, but I think it was on the back of Ben Hunt. Just lifting up and carrying them. Is he able to do that again this year? Have they improved in any areas? Um, you know, are they going as bad as what the uh, the media is reporting in the off season? It's probably going to sit somewhere in the middle. But yeah, it certainly does look on the on the betting side of things, it's going to be a tough year for Dragons fans.
2: Yeah, you know, I think they're going backwards. And, you know, mm. I thought they were a, a low team last year. Um, overall, it's a weaker list than it was last year. Uh, Jimmy, I'm surprised that not one of the three of us has actually got a tap on the shoulder yet because they need players. Uh, you know, Ramsey's a massive out. You know, the kid had a breakout season last year. They're really going to miss him. You know, uh, Amon's now sitting on the sideline. Don't know if he'll be back. Around that, they've got key issues. I mean, if if Embi uh, is your answer at six, I'm not sure what the question was. Um They've got, you know, no quality at number nine for mine. Uh, I've got them marked down about 20% on where I had them last year, and that was bottom four. Uh, again, another team that leak a lot of points. But the other thing is they also don't score points. You know, they average 18 points a week for the last two years. That does not win you many games. The coach won't last. He won't get sacked, but he won't be reappointed. They're bottom three, if not bottom two.
0: Yeah, all those things too, right? Uh, those players, the unavailability. Uh, unavailability. Um, Jaden Sullivan, Bud Sullivan has that serious hamstring injury too. So who knows, going to be partnering Ben Hunt in the halves uh, first couple of weeks of the of the competition. So, um, yeah, there just seems to be stumbling block after stumbling block, isn't it, for the Dragons? I, I don't know any of the positive stuff that's coming out of the joint, which is a, a real concern. I think the coach is under enormous pressure. Uh, it's an unforgiving... Fan base as well too, um, and and almost rightly so. But there's nothing fresh about what the Dragons are doing, and the fact that everyone turned up to a free feed and free grog pre Christmas is is a you know positive sign for the club. I think is a real concern. I know they were 12 and 12 last year, but you're right. It was I, I, there were games we saw where Ben Hunt did it on his own. Um, it, for him to have that same type of season again would be quite extraordinary. Um, I've got them finishing 12th. And I think I'm being uh, a little kind to the Dragons on that one. The Eels made the grand final and, of course, um, outplayed by the Panthers on that day, but probably overachieved a little bit. Josh Hodgson is the big in for them for season 2023, but they got some significant outs. Oregon Kafusi, Reed Marnie, Murata Niakore, uh, and, of course, uh, Isaiah Papalehi amongst a, a host of others who have walked out the door at the Eels. Where's the market got the runners-up from 2022, Tristan?
1: Yeah, well, they're certainly uh, not on that most improved team list because they've drifted out the gate in the betting. They're sitting there at $16 to uh, win the comp, and they are sixth, seventh favourite in that market despite making the grand final. They are actually the second biggest ruffies in the most improved market down there at 150 to one. Ooh. Uh to make the top eight there, they're expected to make it, but only just a dollar seventy. So certainly uh certainly dollar seventy and, and to miss the eight, they're sitting there at two dollars. So that is a lot tighter in betting than what you'd expect from a uh, a team that made last year's grand final. There's some key outs there. Obviously Josh Hodgson, if if he can play this season then it won't the loss of Reed Marney won't be as impactful. But Reed is such a key player to that side and just you know, going off Hodgson's uh, last couple of years, there probably isn't a guarantee that he will get through that season. So um, I think that's going to be their biggest loss, along with Isaiah Papali'i. But, yeah, certainly from a market point of view, they are expected to regress.
2: Jimmy, I'll be happy to bet that your uh, Mondays this season will be absolutely full of Dragons <laughs> and Eels supporters Jumping on the call line or the SMS to talk about what happened on the weekend because I do think that the Eels are a significant risk of missing the eight this year. I do not have them in my eight. I think that's a massive slide. Grand finalists last year, I thought they overachieved. They've lost over 140 games in experience with those guys who played over 140 games of first grade last year, walking out the door. Uh, I don't see where the depth and replacement is. Um, They've got a really difficult draw. Um, I've rated them down about 25% on where I had them last year. Uh, sitting mid-table might fall into the eight. I'm betting against that they do. I've backed them to miss the eight. Um, for mine, the eels, uh a major question uh, all season long.
0: All right, well, I've got the eels in my eight. Um, I think there's a there's a fall, but not to the degree that you're anticipating. So Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses, Clint Gutherson are all still there. So the, the the key guys in the team are all still there. Josh Hodgson will make a presumption that he does play and he he's going to be interesting for the make-up of the side too because remember in that year with the Canberra Raiders when he was able to go to, he, he started at nine and then he could go to 13 and then he would go to seven as well too. So that gives you that coverage that he didn't have previously. Um, Brad Arthur and we know Brad Arthur sides and, and you know say what you like about him from an attack point of view defensively they're always there I know there's no Papa Leahy but Murchie and Hopgood come in as reasonable cover I actually think they can um, make the eight I've got them finishing fifth this year Um But that might be where you and I differ on that one. We'll see how it plays out. The final team that we're looking at today, it is a team that is very close to the heart of one of us here. Kieran Foran, Chris Randall, Joe Stimson, uh, Aaron Shop have all joined the team. Uh, Jermaine Asako, Herman S A S A, Corey Thompson, Greg Marzu, amongst others. Kevin Proctor uh, out of the toilet cubicle at halftime and over to Wakefield Trinity. So I'll tell you what, some amazing photos going around on social media during the course of the week. Uh, I think Tristan Merlihan won the long drive competition there for the mm-hmm. Titans on the announcement of the extension of the Top Sport sponsorship. Uh, for the Titans.
2: Well, tights. I think the, the even better photos was uh, and you need to go and look at it folks. Is Tristan modeling the shorts um for the Titans <laughs> in the last couple of days. That was just outstanding.
1: Yeah, that one's on a different platform, uh, Jared, but it uh it was uh, it was a very exciting day out there and it was a great day out there with a few of the boys. We did have a long drive competition and got a bit of content out there and we are on the uh on the short the playing shorts this year which is uh which is exciting for all involved and uh yeah, the the, the Titans that is such a great Job off the field, but uh, now the the true test would be how they perform on the field. And the market certainly still has them uh, well, has them at fifty one dollars to win the comp. They are actually a third favorite in the most improved team at eleven dollars. So the market is suggesting they are going to improve on what has to be said was a very very disappointing uh, season last year. I think everyone's in agreement on on where that was, but. You know, are these signings going to help them get to that next level? I think the one that to me is absolutely key and vital is the is the is the inclusion of Verrells. I think he's going to be a massive inclusion. I think mm. nine there and and even having the backup of of Randall as well is going to be really important. Which neither of them played in the trial in the week just gone. Uh Top eight, they are still four dollars twenty to make the eight, so they're still very much expected not to make the top eight. I'm expecting to see them improve. uh, Whether it'll be enough to get them into the finals, I think one thing that um, hearing a lot of the talk around town, what they've been really focused on in, in the, in the off-season, which I think is key, is trying to improve that defence. I think they had lots of lapses there in the season just gone, and they've, they've brought in Brett White from Canberra, who uh, will be looking to really uh, solidify that, uh, that, that defensive group, along with Dallas Johnson. So they made some good signings off the field as well, which uh, hopefully will improve the Titans'
2: chances. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of learnings for them to take out of last year. The good thing is that we saw that their ownership and their boardroom stood firm and have backed the coach in. They didn't panic. Uh, there's a good clean out of the list and good key changes. Listen, for and for mine is absolutely um, a, a winner and a positive signing for them. And I hope they get a lot of games out of him at number six. But even his influence off field um, in the lead up, in the preseason, and then week in week out, the guy knows his way around a football field. Um, Brett White, significant um, signing. He comes from the Storm system a lot of years under Ricky Stewart. He takes over the role uh, looking after their D. Uh, That's very important. They've got a good draw. Certainly they need to make improvement. Again, the key focus is defence. They leaked 28 points a week last year. Some uh, games they just rolled over horribly in the second half Uh, I expect them to improve. I think they're somewhere around mid-table, maybe around the 10th to 12th mark. Maybe they challenge a little higher. Uh, I think they're in for a better year and certainly a key watch for mine.
0: Yeah, I wondered why I couldn't get any of the Titans Kool-Aid down here in New South Wales. I think it was all being delivered to the top sport officers. Uh, certainly a lot being drunk by one of us on this, on this podcast. But um, look, I, I, I think Kieran Foran as a footballer and, uh, you know, uh, fantastic to have within your club. Let's hope they get plenty of games out of him. Um, the AJ Brimson one at the back is interesting. Uh, where, where's his best position? How do you work that out with... Uh, you know, Young Campbell and and Foran and Sexton and Brimson within those key position players. I agree, Verrills is a, is an improvement there. For feeders the great unknown. Uh, and there's a lot of money being spent on the great unknown. I I don't have them improving dramatically. Uh, I've got the Gold Coast Titans finishing. 14 let's have a look at the roosters uh one of the heavyweights of the competition uh big story in the back page of the paper today talking about angus crichton and there's a real question mark when he may return their best side is very strong and i think there are a lot of person uh people's either top pick or top two picks during the course of this season what's the market saying on the roosters tristan
1: yeah they've certainly been the best back side with us um in the pre-season so we seem to lay them every year and um they certainly do look like they've got a very, very strong side on paper, but they've been back from seven dollars into five to win the comp. So we took a bet of five thousand at seven dollars, we took another bet of five thousand at six dollars and then there we laid them again at five fifteen into five dollars. so very, very firm they they look like they're one of the teams to beat second in the line of betting there uh, to make the top four, they're a dollar fifty five make the top eight dollars sixteen very, very certain. and then if you want to have a little play, obviously, we know Penrith can have a lot of players in the uh, in the state of origin uh, this year, and, and uh, they might be sort of potentially timing their run a little bit differently, as we saw at times there last year. They're five dollars a roosters to win the minor premiership as well, so plenty of different options to to sink your teeth into. But yes, that story about Angus Crichton today does does uh, you know probably fluctuate things a little bit uh, in that sense in, in, in how their their pre-season preparations been going and. And Manly did put a number on them as well in the last trial, whether that means much at all. But, um, you know, certainly maybe it cooled off a little bit in the last week, the confidence towards the Roosters.
2: I'm not sure why. They only played their um, reserve graders last week against Manly. And, you know, I think they had five or six uh, key players not playing. So... Uh, hopefully you and a few other bookmakers uh, keep reading that Tristan and we can uh, still get on. Uh, I've been backing them for six weeks. so started at $6.50 for mine. uh, Clearly my top rated team. I think they're the team to beat. Um, I love the list. Uh, I thought they um, had some significant difficulty last year with a slow start to the season, then lots of um, stop start with key injuries and outs and uh, it, It could have derailed their season and they could have put the queue in the rack, yet there there were times, even with a 80 or 70% quality of list, that they overachieved and really strongly performed against the good teams at the top of the table. Very good coach. Uh, If they get it right this year, I certainly think that uh, they're in the grand final. Um, I think they've got a, a, a very well balanced list. I love what Robinson does up front with three big boppers that he rotates as his front row rotation. It's big men that get your yardage, give you room. He's then got quality to play off a of back of a bit of space in the halves. He's then got Manu. He's then got Teddy at the back. Uh, they bring Brandon Smith in to play number nine. Um, for mine, yep, team to beat. Backed them to win the comp. I've taken the insurance of making the grand final, and uh, they're the, my benchmark.
0: <laughs> Hard to disagree with all of that. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, when Matt Lodge can't get a start, right? And Maybe that changes, but uh, Lindsay Collins and Jared Rouria-Hargreaves up front. Radley re signed for another four years, so there's commitment to what they're doing. The concern is Crichton, no Tupanua as well, too. He'll take a time to, to get back. You just wonder what's what's happening with Angus Crichton and whether he'll be back. I'm trying to find, you know, let's sort of balance this a little bit. The the issue might be around Luke Keary. Uh, and, and if there's any sort of concussion issues there, you know, he played, he didn't play that last trial. Um, Sam Walker, I think it's a massive year for Sam Walker. You know, physically, we want to see that development. We, we know he's um, highly skilled and we know that he's brave and, and putting on those skills on the field. But I think it's a, a year where he needs to take another step. Sam Walker, even if Kiri does get injured and sits out games, he got Manu can go to six and he complements walker really nicely in those halves there very very strong side um clear top four side um yeah and and i think they represent a bit of value in the market at five dollars all right let's have a look at the melbourne storm traditionally always a very strong as well a little bit of a changing of the guard and the massive question mark around ryan pappenhausen tristan where's the market on the storm
1: yeah, the market on the Storm's been a little bit in and out. So we opened the market straight after the Grand Final knowing that there were a few players moving on and as you say a changing of the guard and they were they opened at $9, they were backed into $7.50 and now we've just eased them back out to $8 to win the comp. So they're probably there on reputation, you know, like they we just know how Craig Valeyman gets the best out of all his players. Um we know that they're going to be well drilled and 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 we know that they're going to be there when the whips are cracking. So I, I sort of suspect it might be a, a slower start to the season than what we've seen in, in years gone by, um, and, and they'll, they'll work into the season really, really well. But uh, yeah, there's the, the Pappenhausen news is obviously key as well. But at the moment, they're eight dollars to win the comp, to make the top four is an interesting one. They're sitting right there on the bubble, a dollar eighty-five to make the top four. So there's been a little bit of movement on the, the team on, on the miss the top four market, which you can get at a dollar So that's seen a little bit of action. The minor premiership is six dollars and to make the grand final is 340. They'll be there or thereabouts, but uh, it's quite obvious that on paper their teams regress slightly. So we'll see how uh, what, what, what magic Mr Bellamy
2: can weave. Hmm. Very easy for people to be against them, but I, can I just remind everybody in the last 16 years... This Bellamy coach team has always been either in the top four or the top two in defence. And whether he's had list changeovers and generational change and all of those sorts of things that we see in front of us here, he still gets their defence right, their attitude right, and that then keeps them in the in games or puts them in games. And then on the back of that, you've got Grant Hughes and Munster Clearly, Jimmy, you're right. The key question is, is you know, is Pappy back in, in week six? Is it week 10? Is it week 12? And how does he come back and how many games does he influence? But Munster showed late last year when playing for that new contract. Uh, the guy's just a marquee player. He's a game-turner. Uh, he's best for minutes, just flips the game on its head. Great home ground advantage. Um, are they top four? Are they top six? They're certainly in the top eight. I, I've got them probably somewhere... Uh, Just below the top four, they'll be in the finals again. uh, If they get the best out of Pappenhausen, then they're in the top six and and, uh, giving it a bit of a shake. Um, I can't be against them any other way. And again, great watch to see what happens with with them unearthing these players. I mean, I think Tarak Sims will go exceptionally well in his system. Uh, Eli Katoa looks already very good. Um, You know, they've picked up a couple of buys out of the Warriors. I've said it before, the man turns water into wine. I'm sure we'll see it again this year.
0: Uh, so Pappenhausen, there's the issue there. Nick Meaney going back early doors. But keep an eye out for Sua Falongo, who played in that first trial game against the Roosters. Absolute flying machine, a local Victorian as well. Olam out for the first couple of weeks of the season as well. But when you look at it, Harry Grant is the best hooker in the league. So they've got the best hooker in the league. They've got a top three halfback in the league in Jerome Hughes. Proved that during the Rugby League World Cup. And they've got the best 5.8 in the league. So build what you like around that. Um, Nelson for Solomon is not a bad starting point when you go for forward blocks as well. I've got them as a top four side. I'll take that $1.85 that's on offer at Top Sport for them because of all of those things and the great belief we have in what Craig Bellamy can do with these teams. All right, let's have a look at the Rabbits. Um, another side that is... Um, a little bit under the radar and I think represent the greatest value when it comes to premiership market. Um, Latrell Mitchell is back, big, fit, going to be a huge season. You get the sense. Tristan, where's the market on the Rabbits?
1: Yeah, the market opened at $11 for them to win the comp. It eased out to $12 and now it's been backed into $10. And I I tend to agree with you, Jimmy. The the Rabbits last last year, they finished really, really strong. They started slowly, but once they got there, all their pieces of the puzzle together, they they really finished off nice and strongly. So, yeah, you, you probably can say there is a little bit of a gap um, between between maybe those those top three and themselves, but certainly at ten dollars, you know, you wouldn't want to be facing them in any, in any game, particularly early in the season. I think Latrell showed last year is that player that can just just make magic happen. And and um, you know, if they get on a run, they're, they're certainly going to be a very scary side. Ten dollars to win the comp, two dollars forty five to make the top four uh dollar thirty five to make the top eight and minor premiership they're sitting there at nine dollars fifty. So um I, I think they're gonna be very, very hard to beat again and um and, and looking forward to seeing how that those those uh enigmatic players all combine again this
2: year. Yeah, they're definitely in the conversation for September and you and you're right, Jimmy twelve bucks to win the comp. Um certainly way overs for mine. I, I would have them single fingers because yeah you know, they're in the grand final two years ago and they're in the top four last year. Uh they have the wood over the the uh the roosters. Um their best is outstanding, their best is top two in the competition. Um can be a little bit patchy, but you know, I think they're better uh, for Ilias having a year last yes. year, Walker's marquee, Latrell's marquee, might be one big man short in the middle if they get injuries, but good balance. The coach will also be better for having had last year. Um, top four for mine and a real key challenger to the end of season and the title all of those things
0: absolutely yeah. and I agree Jason Demetrio you know it seamlessly has gone in as the coach of that side and and they've continued to play top level footy so all this stuff we've talked around I agree about the middle four but I think Davy moali is one of those guys who's developed over the course of last year he'll be better for that that bit of work they put in. Um, Kalama Tungi and Arrow were exceptional, and Totola was superb. So we've talked about all these great players there, headlined by Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker, and Cameron Murray hasn't got a got a mention, and he is an elite back superstar. rower. Superstar, yeah, absolute superstar in, in the league. So I, you now, know,
2: Jimmy, can I add to that too? They deserve an absolute rap for their list management over the last five or six or seven or eight years because they were they are always in the conversation of being a top six team. And unlike the other clubs where Bennett's come and gone, they were on the way up when he walked in the door. They got to a grand final and they're still in the conversation of being a major contender. Uh, They keep bringing good quality kids through. They keep buying one-off astute buys here and there to to strengthen up an area that they need. Um, Their list management over the last 10 years has been very smooth and very professional.
0: And I can't believe, you know, five prelims in a row. And the prelim last year, remember, was it twelve nil or sixteen nil? And and Penrith were waiting until Appy Coruscant got on the field and changed the game immediately. And and so that says something about the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Says something about the Panthers, which we'll we'll get to shortly. But you know that for. For want of a happy chorus out, they could very well have been into a back-to-back grand final, the Rabbitohs. So I I think sensational value at at $10 for them to win the competition. Let's have a look at the premiers. Back-to-back, the Panthers, they're looking to do the three-peat. It's going to be a lot more difficult because of some key players that we'll talk about, no doubt, who aren't there. And, of course, carrying the weight of Tristan Merlihan, they weren't able to get home in the World Club Challenge. What's the market saying about your Panthers, Tristan?
1: Yes, yeah, so I won't pass many opinions here uh, just to to give Penrith a chance of going for the three-peat. But uh, they've actually been a drifter in the market. They've drifted from $3.75 out to $4.20, but they also hold the most number of individual wages of any team in the comp. So we haven't had any very lumpy bets, but we've had a lot of punters getting involved and, and, and backing them to, to go for the three-peat on, on a sort of smaller scale. So it's a very interesting... Uh, look at the book. Um and um, and yeah, I, I think they certainly warrant being favourites. Uh, they they they've won it two years in a row on, on their on their merits. They've they've lost a couple of players, but I think they've made a couple of astute uh signings. I think Luke Garner's gonna fit into that system pretty well. But I, I think the loss of as you touched on Jimmy Apicorosau, Billy Army Kicko as well, um, you know it's it's how they cover those losses. And 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 we saw against St. Helens that you know, obviously, first game of the season, it wasn't uh, wasn't readily, um, you know, found, found that they, they found the solution. So, uh, four dollars twenty to win the comp, uh, a dollar forty five to make the top four, a dollar oh nine to make the top eight, and then the minor premiership, they're three dollars forty. So, wouldn't surprise me if they, have a, if they have a slower start of the year. They'll certainly be there when the whips are cracking. I think they're still probably the team to beat, but uh, it is a, um, it, it, it's the, it, they've certainly regressed a touch on paper again, uh, similar to
2: the storm. Tristan, I'm really glad that we're not having lunch because I'd just go and order a couple more beers right now and we'd have a very healthy discussion about this because for mine, the, th- the three-peat's not even in in my equation. I think $4.20 is a horrible price about them uh, being favoured to win the competition. I think that number should start with a six. I understand the weight of money around, uh, you know, in particular the Penrith Panther fans coming off the back of two high-quality premiership wins. But um I think the changes are going to start to bite here. Apicarus out is just an enormous out. You know, the guy was a standout for New South Wales. He played uh, some super footy in the World Cup. As Jimmy just touched on, the guy is a game-turner, and he makes great eyes-up decisions about what he does when he goes to dummy half. A, a really good reader of what needs to happen and where to play. And then he said that his defence, in particular, his final 10-metre defence in the red zone is just outstanding. I think he's an enormous loss. Uh, I do think that kick out is uh, a big out on that left edge. And the thing about kick out everybody understands and recognises that he's a big body when he hits the football. He never misses his assignment in defence. And I think that that started to show again last weekend. Um, I've no doubt that they've got a great system and a high quality coach and that they're going to be somewhere in the top six and have moments and very positive moments through the season. But I can't have them winning the competition. Um, I have them sliding a little bit. I'm not sure how far the slide is for mine. The right bet is actually the back and the miss the top four, $2.70 for that. Um, If anybody in the room wanted to have a lunch bet interest around that, I'd certainly uh, happy to take that one on. Um, In the mix, great team. I just think that they've had their moment in the sun for all the right reasons, and I think they just regress a little bit this this year.
0: Really disappointed to find myself agreeing with you on that one because I just wrote down $2.70 to miss the top four is something that I think is a toss of the coin thing. So I reckon there's a bit of value associated with that. For all those reasons that you said, Jared, like you know, Mitch Kenny, serviceable, Sonny Luke, you know, serviceable, you know, good players, not happy Coruscant. Um and that then puts extra pressure on Isaiah Yo and Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai. Uh and we saw it in that game. It was a stu- and and look, due respect to Luke Garner. He's he's an NRL player, probably just but um, Viliama Kickhouse, just world-class, absolute world-class left-edge back row. Um, so I, I see some problems there. Taylor May now an in injury. Um, they've got an incredible system. They'll keep filling through that. But um, a, a real concern on that one, you're putting a lot of pressure on Nathan Cleary to be really good, an 8.5 and a 9 out of 10 every week. And, you know, maybe you can do it. Uh, and maybe they can make the top four, but I think there are better hopes to, to win the competition this year. The other thing to remember, too, is that Cameron Serraldo has been in charge of their defence for five years. you know. So that there's another missing piece of the puzzle. And Andrew Webster's gone, too. Two guys who I think we probably agree are NRL standard coaches. So now you've you've lost two NRL standard coaches out of the system as well. So, yeah, I see them make the eight, but I'm happy to take them on at $2.70 uh to miss the top four. Team that finished second last year. Uh, well the... we 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 didn't get a right of return there, Jimmy. Oh sorry, Tristan.
1: Yeah well if, if there is a, a toss of the coin on the making the um the top four Jimmy and, and Jared if anyone is keen for a for a lunch bet on that I'm I'm very happy to, to 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 be on the Panthers side of the ledger. I, I, I agree they're gonna regress. I agree it's gonna be difficult for them to go back to back, but I certainly think they'll be uh featuring in that top four.
0: Done. Count us in. Yeah, we're in. We're in. Well,
1: since the price is obviously a bit in my favour, we'll we'll throw a little bit of dessert on the uh, on, on 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 your side if you guys get the job done.
0: Oh okay. wow, wow, geez, you don't often hear that from Tristan. What, it, don't tell me I'm getting access to the top fluck or anything. It's, this is unheard of. <laughs> the,
2: top, the top sport top up. Wow. <laughs> Oh, listen, it's one thing for me to be carrying Jimmy on the same bed. It's another thing to be carrying Jimmy with the top fluck as well. <laughs> oh, very good. Now, the side that ran second last
0: year is the Sharks. They went bang, bang out of the semifinals, despite the fact they played their first game at home. Nico Hines has come back, played two games, and been in spectacular form, the Dally M winner. This is an interesting one because a lot of people, all they want to talk about is the very easy draw that the Sharks had last year. What's the market saying, Tristan?
1: The market said so the sharks are nice and solid. They've been $13 into 12 so, you So, know, no massive bets on them, but the, the market certainly has them around about that, that mark, which is sixth in the line, a line of betting. So, um, $12 to win the comp, $2.80 to make the top four, $1.40 to make the top eight, and then minor premiership, they're $11. So, um, I, I think that's around about right. It'll be interesting to see how they, how they go. Uh, this season. Obviously, Nika Hines another year in the system there. Um, you know, I, I think they'll be competitive. I, I, I think they'll you know, be... Craig Fitzgibbon's obviously had now a full off-season to, to work out what areas he needs to continue to improve on. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing how they go.
2: Well, Jimmy, you can grab hold of those tape and just re- uh, replay them at different stages of the season about the draw because they have the second-best draw again this season behind the Raiders. So wow. they've got they've got a rails run in that regard. I do respect him as a team. I think he's a very astute coach. I thought he did a great job last year. They mm-hmm. had some really quality bites, clearly in Nico Hines, uh, uh, but also the leadership um, uh In and around their middles, Uh, I love the fact that they like to try and play attacking football. They use both sides of the park there's some good game plans. The other thing was first year back at home, their home record was outstanding last year but you hit the nail on the head Jimmy, against the top four or five contenders in the competition they struggled and where they did struggle was through the middle if they've got one or two injury issues which they did have mid to late in the season of their big men in the middle then they do get trampled by the sides like the Roosters and the Panthers and the Rabbits and so uh, that's their Achilles heels, I like I like what they've done in the in the trials. They look like they're just back into the groove again. They're going to have a very good season. They're top four for mine. And if you're looking for a betting angle, I, I, that $2.70 about them making the top four on the back of having such a good draw, uh, I would have thought was a nice bet. But uh, I like what they're doing, and I like the type of footy they're playing.
0: Okay, so uh the Sharks is uh yeah, it's a, it's that really interesting look too, because the the one thing I will be concerned about from a Sharks point of view is regeneration of your squad. Yes, Oregon Kafusi comes in and he's that middle forward that they're looking for, that extra one, Jared, that you talked about. And, and I know Fafita's minutes were limited last year and Aiden Tolman has, you know, been a, a serviceable front rower back end of his career. But I just wonder have they regenerated their squad enough. Um, and and that's the concern. Will Kennedy at the back is a, you know, Kay Dykes was going to be putting enormous pressure on him this year for that number one jersey. And of course, his season has finished. And once again, you're going to ask Matt Moreland to stay healthy for the vast majority of the year. He did it last year. History says he can't do it back to back. You want to see it because I'm a big fan of Matty Moylan and the way that he plays. Um, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. And Nico Hines. You're asking him to have a similar season to what he had last year. Now, Early on, with a lot of distractions for Nico, he's been able to do that. Um, you just wonder whether he can do it for the for the remainder of the year. Wade Graham's a real question mark. It's interesting. They're starting him off the bench. Teague Wilton starting on that left edge as well. He's a really good ball runner, Teague Wilton. Um, they might be a big man short, but maybe Kafusi uh, fills that gap. But um, the rise and rise of Craig Fitzgibbon uh, as a coach, I think, will continue. I, I see them as a top uh, right around that four, five, um, and real contenders for 2023, Jared.
2: Jimmy, the one thing I was surprised was letting Metcalf go because um, I thought he was in their best 17, either coming off the bench. He's also then that quality backup for Moylan. If there's an injury that the kid's got ability. And if he gets some good quality game time at the Warriors, as we saw in the first trial, um, he's a, he's a first grader. So uh, that's now gone. I mean, whether Dykes can step in if they need in the halves or they move things around, but Um, you're right you know Mylan needs to play most of the year as he did last year uh Nico Hines well he he's just a standout they're a good team
0: so so I reckon that's Braden Trindle Luke Metcalf right and and no one knows better than those guys internally about attitude and and impact on the rest of the squad and all that so it's you're right like Metcalf's an NRL player toss of the coin which one do we keep maybe they have greater insight than us who are Standing yep. on the outside looking, so and and guys like Fitzgibbon and Steve Price, you, you just anticipate them getting those decisions right, because uh, you can't keep them all, right? Which is nah, nah. yeah, which is although the Cowboys seem to be keeping a lot of them up there at North Queensland. The real surprise packet of last year, they've made some key signings again, most notably Jeremiah Nanai, who's extended his time up there. What's the the market on the cows, Tristan?
1: Yeah, the market on the cows, there's certainly a, a lot different price to what they were this time last year when we were we we're having these similar discussions. So that bet, we opened them at $11. We've taken a, a bet of $3,000 on them at $11, and the market's been very solid and hasn't moved away from that. So um, they, they've, they've remained steady at that price in the other markets. To make the top four, they're $2.50. To make the top eight, they're $1.40. Minor premiership, they're $11. So um, yeah, it's, it's going to be fascinating how they go. I have a feeling they, they had a blessed run last year with, with, with injuries, you know, and, and you'd probably expect, and I hope, hope I'm wrong in this sense, but normally those things have a habit of working themselves out. I I, I think they might go back a touch in, in from where they were last year. I, I think they had such a great run. Um, I've got a massive amount of respect for Todd Payton, but um, whether they can back up the, the dizzy heights where they got to last year, I'd be a little bit surprised.
2: Listen, I've spent three months through the off-season waking up at three o'clock in the morning with nightmares about how they lost that prelim final. Um, You know, they should have been in the grand final. And and we all know how hard it is to get there. Um, I think Tristan makes some very good points about the fact that they probably overachieved with um, uh, no major injury outs last year. Uh, I like the list. I think the coach is five-star. I love listening to him talk about football and how he manages their attitude and how he gets the best out of them. Um, They've turned home back into a strong advantage, as it should be. Uh, He comes up with individual game plans each week that targets the key weaknesses of their opposition. I love to watch that. Townsend clearly has been a lot of smarts behind that leadership the key issue is uh, again on the back of a very good draw last year. It's not as good this year. Um, they've got to match it with those top of the table teams, and they'll get the, enough points. They've just got to be consistently strong in defence against the the other teams in the top four or top five to be able to beat them. That's the key. Um, I think they're in for a good season. I've got them in the top six. Um, as I said, I love watching them play footy, especially at home. Uh, whether they take that next step is the key question.
0: Yeah, and you wonder about the next step and where it comes from too, right? Because if you look at their spine, drink water, exceptional year last year. Does he have continual improvement? Dearden potentially because of the benefit he gets out of playing that Origin game and playing so well at at Origin level. Ta- like if Chad Townsend plays as well as he did last year, you know that's a that's a huge effort in the second year of a three year contract. And then Reese Robson doesn't have the creativity of some of the other halves that we talk about with Harry Grant and, and uh, Appy Corusow, uh, but is a really, really strong player for that side. So you just, I'm, I'm looking at that spine and saying, well, do they continue improvement? Maybe Drinkwater and Dearden. The other two, um, you know, they're almost maxed out last year about w- what you could potentially get from them. So it, they're, they're a really interesting look. They've got this phenomenal forward pack that have so much ability. Like, Nani is unbelievable. If he's turned 20, he did it the other day. And and the thing, the, the memory that I have of Jeremiah Nanai in, in 2022 was him in a third State of Origin game, a decider, getting the ball in his left hand, transferring it to his right hand, and just popping out a pass one-handed that leads to a try. And I'm thinking, you're 19, and you've not only got that skill set, but prepared to do it in the biggest pressure in the league just amazing so it, it's a and, and then we haven't mentioned the million dollar man in Tamalolo. so it, it, it who by the way last year Jared was passing before the line a little bit which is almost like the final piece of the puzzle which is goes back to that coaching thing you talked about with Todd Payton hey um, Jason you're a really great player when you do
2: this how do we make you a better player um, and, and for he he showed his quality in acknowledging that he probably got it wrong the year before and how he uh, managed uh, big low low and also how he talked about it he got it right in the off season he also changed how he uh, he used him a little bit as you just suggested Jimmy um, yeah, you know, then you've got other guys like, you know, young uh Lukey, uh, you know, that, that kid's another superstar yes. in the yes. back row. Um, you know, they've got talent coming through. Nani is just gonna be a very special player on that right edge. And he's he's added another dimension, not to his own game, not just to the Cowboys game, but also to what's gonna happen in the game itself of this high ball for a tall back rower on an edge. I mean, it's it's now gonna be an in flavor play that can be a game breaker. Um, but you're right. I mean, I'm not I'm not sure that they're a man one big man short in the middle. Uh, I can understand he probably got Tarmu back for his experience, but I'm not sure he's going to play a lot of first grade. But I love the way they play footy.
0: Yeah. Um. I, I so if I, if I'm looking at them as a top four side and and then the Panthers, if you if you push me on that, I'd say the Panthers. But if you can give me 270 a lunch bet and some, you know, uh, top sport top up, then, you know, I'll, I'll go the
2: Cowboys. And I think the venue is the key too, Jimmy. I mean, if, if it's in Townsville, I'm with the Cowboys. It's a lot harder at Penrith Park. And, you know, the the Cowboys did compete there when they played them at Penrith last year, but then fell away in the second half. And, and you know, the Panthers' quality absolutely came to the fore. Have we gone through them all? Have we had a look at the seagulls yet? Well, just we before haven't. we have
1: discussed that, would, would you like a little, uh, a little, an entree with your with your dinner? We can have a we can have a lunch, <laughs> lunch bet on the uh, the Cowboys, Jimmy.
0: Who? Fi- what? Uh, you want to say who finishes higher, the Panthers or the Cowboys yeah, yeah, or, don't, or the top no, four? No, no,
1: I'm I'm, I'm I, I don't think they quite make the top four this this season. So I'm happy to oppose that, but then I'll throw an entree into the uh, into the lunch bet discussion to give you a little top up.
0: Okay, so what are they to make the top four? They are two dollars fifty. So you're giving me. Do I get the top sport top up on that, or what, oh, ha, how do we, get where do we in. go here? You,
1: you, you normally have, have the light beer with your with your lunch, don't you? So maybe you can <laughs> have a, have a light beer and a little bit of champagne or something. I, I don't know what your normal gauge <laughs> is, but that, that that can be the top up in this discussion.
0: Yeah, done, <laughs> done. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm in on that. Or well, sparkling
1: water, depending on you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, February. Once February's over, that's it. And back on the drink. Anyway. Uh, let's have a look Come at the Come on, Tristan. We still haven't got the lunch bits
2: out of him for two years ago. Hey, you, hey,
0: Jared, you can't rush into these things. Um uh, all right, let's have a look at the Seagulls. This is this is a fascinating watch. This is this is this is all of the Corso is just staring at Tom Troboyovich's hamstrings all year. What's the market, Tristan?
1: it has been a very, very difficult team to price because we know at their best, they can be a very, very good football side, but there's a lot riding on it. Tommy T, as you say, and also Daly Cherry Evans, and the, the loss of Kieran four and um, you know what what sort of impact that will have, uh, particularly with, um, with with obviously it, it appears as though his replacement is is out for week one, um, you know uh, Schuster. So we'll see how this one plays out. They were $26 when we opened the market. We had one bet of 2000 at $26, which has seen them shorten up into $21. So they have firmed up a little bit. Um, you know, I think that probably seems about the money. You know, like if, if 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 Tommy T can play a lot of games, then that price is significant overs. If he doesn't, then it's probably unders. So that's the the equation we're running at. The top four is four dollars eighty. The uh the the top eight is two dollars twenty five, and the minor premiership is twenty six dollars. I I sort of liken this bet to backing a very very good two year old that's a little bit shiny, where you're taking a massive risk on the full complement of players getting through the course of the year. If they do, they'll they'll be there when the whips are cracking, but if they don't, do your money, cold.
2: Well, uh, I'm a a little warmer on them over the last couple of weeks of what I'm watching and seeing in the trials. And forget the fact that they're winning it. I'm looking more at the why and what I'm seeing there. And uh, I think that the cake has been well-baked in the off-season. And Tommy now is the icing on the cake. And... I suspect that if the weeks that Tommy doesn't play that they might be still okay. Uh, Tommy clearly is just a standout, and the weeks he does play, he will just have a big impact on the game but I think the whole change of coaching staff is a just complete refresh through the building, and it's not just Seabold Flanagan is very experienced. we saw the impact that he had in the World Cup when he was assistant coach and pulling a lot of strings with um, with uh, the side he was uh, with, I mean, he, he knows football. He knows winning, and he brings a lot of a lot of smarts to help Seabold. The other key one that's flown under the radar is uh, Peter Gentle is their defensive coach. Now I'll take you back that Peter Gentle was the defensive coach uh, uh, with Seabold at the Rabbits and he then followed into the Broncos. He's been around the game a long time. He knows how to coach defence, and he's very astute. And I think that that's been a key point to watch in the trials, that defensively their attitude is right, and they're working harder, and their scramble is better. They look very fit and very well drilled. I think... uh, Talagi is a great pickup and will play on the left edge, and it gives them two big men on the left edges. Clearly, they're going to play left and right with DCE on one edge and Schuster playing the other. The other key one is the backup of weeks, I think, is very good whether he needs to play. He'll probably play 14 most weeks, but he can slot in at six. He can uh, slot in at number one. Uh, And Young Kalua on the right edge. The guy's a superstar. I think he's in for an absolute... Standout season. I don't know if he's not a good bet for um, top try scorer this year. He's going to be somewhere in that conversation. I like where they're headed. I think they're in the top eight, um, and I think they're a bit of a smoky to cause some uh, some key upsets in the first six to eight weeks and start to surprise people.
0: That's an interesting. One on Cola. Just thinking about that, Jerry. if he was on the left edge with Josh Schuster outside of a, a Trabo- Schuster outside of Trabojevic, um you Could really entertain that too because the other side is probably not as strong with a uh, as in a uh, you know an attacking point of view with uh cherry evans. But uh, I, I this is a real concern again because I find myself agreeing with Jared so that <laughs> I, I think they're better than we anticipated without Tom, and so yep. yeah, so Tom comes in and, and now he's uh he, he's adding so much more to that. Um, and and I've been uh, highly impressed by KO Weeks. I've been highly impressed by the way they've stripped out. I've been highly impressed by uh, Tualangi, as you mentioned, on that left edge, who we knew was a good player at the West Tigers and probably has taken the next step. Ola Kawatu is a guy who's going to be pushing hard for, for state of origin selection this year. So I look at the Manly Seagulls and I think um, so much of the pricing from um, top sport is based on last year. And there's, there's, there's clearly new this year and, and I think this is exciting. If you're if you're a Seagulls fan, I reckon you've got so much to be excited about. I think if you want to see what happens with Tom, have a look at Latrell last year when he came back from his time over there in Philadelphia and with uh, Bill Knowles and, and the way he played after that. So I'm looking at Manly as my best bet to be into the eight at two dollars twenty five. And I reckon at four dollars eighty to make the top four. They represent outstanding value. So I, I, I'm very, I would be very bullish if I'm a Manly Seagulls fan for 2023.
2: My concern is I can't take you on. I agree with both options.
0: Yeah. Yeah. 480 to make the top four. They made the top four two years ago. Tom When Tom was Dalian player of the year and just,
2: you know, try assist for fun. But, I think they're going to have more uh, more armory and smarts in attack this year too, Jimmy, because um, Seabold knows his stuff and he's very good with game plans and how he wants to try and break down the opposition and how he then wants to attack, as is Flanagan. Flanagan is very clever in that regard as well. And I think we'll see a lot more smarts about what they do and not just the reliance on going to one edge with Tommy.
0: All right. What are your long-term plays, Jared? Where are we going with this?
2: Uh, Jimmy, my top eight, Roosters, Rabbits, Panthers, Sharks, Cowboys, Storm. And to make up the eight, the Sea Eagles and the Raiders. My longer term plays, the Roosters to win the premiership. Five bucks at the moment. Take insurance and also back them to make the grand final at 270. Panthers to miss the top four at 270. And I want to lay the Eels. I don't have them making the eight. They could sneak in at the bottom, but I want to be against them. Eels to miss the top eight at two bucks.
0: Kristen, you got any that you want to uh, illuminate for us?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a, um, a really even comp this year, which is I'm excited about. I, I have um, optimistic thoughts about the Titans improving, which is a little bit biased uh, at my end. So I'm not going to leave them in any official place. I, I think I think Canberra for mine on that borderline, I, I think they make the eight at $1.95. But the one that I'm going to throw uh, my, my bet on, I always try to look for a little bit of value when we, when we uh have these discussions, I I just think the Tigers improve significantly with their four pack, and I think at four dollars, I think they make the finals more than one in four. So I'm gonna throw the, the the Tigers in at well three dollars ninety they've just come into now. So I'm gonna take them to make the eight at three dollars ninety is my play of the preseason.
0: You wanna have a lunch bet on that?
1: I might need entree dessert and and <laughs> a few more drinks than you can normally consume, Jimmy, to make that a Well you you
2: could count us both in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Four,
1: four dollars. It's it's a speculative one. That, that, yeah. That's my uh my, my thought
2: process. Oh, there. C- could I go
0: further and describe it as a highly speculative <laughs> one? But I mean, Abi is <laughs> a good player. I think you've yeah you've got him as Benny Elias. But anyway, wait, we'll we'll wait and see. We'll wait
2: and see. Everybody's writing articles about him passing 20, uh, 20 passes at training. I hope they're also doing twenty tackles because that's where they need to improve. Oh dear there
0: uh, okay so mine 225 manly to make the top eight uh I'm, i really like that one i'll throw in as an option to four dollars 80 manly to make the top four and my premiership is the Rabbitohs. missed the twelve dollars missed the eleven dollars but i'll take them at the ten dollars because i think they still represent a bit of value there so they're my they're my long-term uh bets for this season